Wow. Hey, y'all. Welcome to Diamond and Silk Chit Chat Live. I'm your host, Silk, and you are my co-host, my Diamond Dream Team. And as Diamond will always say, it takes a team to build a dream. So I want you all to stop what you're doing right now. Be sure to like and share this broadcast and this podcast. Share frankspeech.com, Lindell TV. I need you to share, share, and share. That's what I need you to do. Uh-huh. Share it everywhere and let them know that Silk is on the air. That's right. If you truly, truly care about your country, if you care about your livelihood, if you care, 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 you will stop what you're doing and you would share. All right, you all. Hold on one second. Now I got to get this here thing right. All right. Get it right. Get it right. Get it right. All right. We'll see what happens. Okay. Let's go ahead on and keep this party going. Yes, don't forget to download the Frank Speech app. The Frank Social app is two different apps and it's absolutely free. Oh, yes, it is, darling. So you all make sure that you download. Shout out to everyone joining us there on Getter Live, Rumble Live, Frank Speech Live, all of the different live chats. Thank you all so much for just being there. A lot of you all are already there, prepared, just chatting away. And I just want to say thank you so, so much. Thank you. you. You're the reason that I'm here. I'm still here growing strong, calling these people right on out. There's a lot more other people that I got to call out. But you know what? We're going to keep doing what we're doing. Shout out to Lindell TV, RSBN Network, CTA TV, The Stripes TV, to Bless News Network, to Eagle News Network, to all of the different networks that's carrying the Diamond and Silk Chit Chat Live show on your platform. Thank you so, so very much. Uh, the show you all is sponsored by MyPillow.com. That's right, where you can get the MyPillow 2.0, the mattress topper 2.0, the sheets, the, the slippers, the towels, the loungewear, and so much more. You all right there at MyPillow.com. Be sure to use promo code DIAMOND. The show is also sponsored by Cats Remedy. That's Cats Remedy, where they offer the CBD products for you and the CBD the treats and more for your pets, the gummies, the lip balms, the massage oils, the spa bundles, and so much more. You all go to catsremedies.com. That's catsremedies.com. Be sure to use promo code DIAMOND. The show is also sponsored by DrStellaMD.com. If you are in need of ivermectin, hydroxychloroquine, or potassium iodine, then go to DrStellaMD.com. Be sure to use promo code DIAMOND. That's promo code DIAMOND. The show is also sponsored by PatchThat.com. PatchThat.com, where it encourages your natural stem cells, uses your God-given energy to provide unique wellness benefits. And according to LifeWave, each patch is exclusively designed to reflect particular wavelengths of energy that stimulate specific points on the skin. No drugs or chemical entered the body and it's money back guarantee. The S39 and the S49 are a great set of patches to wear together. And I absolutely love the Ice Wave patch for pain and inflammation. That's what I absolutely love. Now I heard that the FDA, they're trying to keep us from saying the word pain. They're trying to keep us from saying the word stem cells. But the last time I check all this stuff is in the dictionary. We grew up with these doggone words. The stem cell is a part of me. Pain can be a part of you. 
I don't want it to be a part of me no more. Inflammation is in our bodies. All right. So as long as God gives me breath in this beautiful body of mine, I'm going to call out stem cells and pain. That's right. That's what I'm going to call out. You're not going to tell me what words I can and I cannot say. Okay. Last time I checked, I'm a grown behind woman and I'm going to call it right on out. God has given us different things, different technology, different techniques, different herbs, different things that we can use to help with pain and inflammation. That's right. We can help and, and, and restore and activate our own God-given stem cells. Uh, I'm going to be for God, not for men. Okay. I don't remember none of us electing uh, the FDA. I don't remember that. I don't even remember us electing the FBI or the CIA. Hell, I don't even remember us electing Jim Crow Joe Biden. That bastard was selected and he know he was selected. Oh, let me, let me, I'm about to go off. Look, don't forget to support all of our other sponsors and affiliates there at diamondandsilkstore.com. That's diamondandsilkstore.com. And don't forget to get your emergency food supply, you all, right there at Shop Diamond and Silk dot com all right uh you all don't forget about gold coal you know right now it looks like the government is pushing for a digital dollar uh which could mean every penny you spend could be tracked and controlled by the government let me just stop right here and just say this i am ready for the government to get the hell out of my life i want them to leave me the hell alone i want us them to leave us the hell alone. They already done sat their behinds up there and they're stealing our wealth, laundering money. That's right. I don't even have to say allegedly, okay? Because we see what they're doing. We know what they're doing, okay? And they do it through all of these different schemes like climate change, the green deal, the fossil fuels, killing the cows, the killing the farting cows, all right, uh-huh, these backdoor deals, these senseless wars, they have their way of laundering this money back to them, uh-huh. So you all, I want you all to go to diamondandsilkgold.com, all right? Go to diamondandsilkgold.com to get a free 2024 gold IRA kit, all right? That's what I want you to do. Go get your gold IRA kit from my, my new partners, of course, Gold Co. All right. That's diamondandsilkgold.com. It shows how to protect your hard-earned money with physical gold and silver, even if it's still in a retirement account. So I want you to go to diamondandsilkgold.com. Now, I'm about to bring on my guest, but I just need one minute to address this bastard that looked like a penguin up there, Nettler, Nettler, yes. He looked like a penguin to me. And I'm just telling the truth. I ain't calling him no name. I'm telling you what he looked like to me. Oh, penguin. Now this bastard gonna say, and he's on video, eventually I'll play y'all the video. He gonna say that the vegetables will rot in the ground if we didn't have immigrants, illegal immigrants. Now, this was his words, and I'm quoting what he said. And I looked at him and said, he don't even look like he eats vegetables. He don't even look like he eats vegetables. So the, the Democrat Party 
is the party of slavery. And what they figured out is that black people is no longer wanting to be enslaved to the Democrat plantation. So now they want to bring in new slaves to pick their doggone vegetables that a lot of them don't even eat. It's ridiculous with what when I heard that. I could not believe that I had heard that come out of his mouth. But that's what we got running our country. A rogue government that want to import slaves to replace American citizens. Yep, I said it. And I meant to say it the exact same way that I just said it. Surely do. These people have fallen and brought, bust their head. They think we boo-boo the food, Taco Bell, dumb as hell is what they think, okay? And no offense to Taco Bell because I love their empanadas and their beef supreme chalupa with extra beef, of course. So they think we crazy is what they think we are, all right? What they need to do is turn these people around, send them back to their own country, let them pick their vegetables over there in their own country and, and, and work American citizens and pay Americans what they are worth, all right? That's what they need to do. Shame on our government who is destroying this country. Shame on you, you ignorant bastards. All of you up there that's doing this stuff. Now, let me go head on and get on into the show because I, 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 we had them on before this, this whole panel on talking about the grand jury trial, all right, against the, you know, the CDC and all of these other folks that we really, we didn't even elect them, okay? And these people has come in and say, oh, you got to do it this way. Oh, you got to do it that way. And actually what it looks like to me is that tr trying to depopulate the earth. That's what it looked like to sell, all right? And my own humble opinion. So please, you are welcome back to the show. I believe that we have the same uh, segment with Dr. Ely uh, and the senators uh, and, and everybody. Just bring them right on in and I'll let them introduce themselves. <laughs> Hello, everybody. <laughs> Happy New Year, Silk. It is so good to listen to you go off. It's one of my favorite things in the world to do is listen to you tell it like it is. Thank you for having us back. Wow. Happy New Year to each and every one of you all. You all, I am really disturbed by this to actually see how the Democrat Party are implementing, implementing slavery again. All right. Mm -hmm. And they're doing it in an undercover manner, you all, by importing these people in <laughs> to our country. And, and it's, it's very disturbing. And the, the bad thing is that I don't hear uh, the opposition, which is our Republican counterparts. I don't hear them saying absolutely nothing about what's going on. One thing about the Republican Congress, they have the power of the purse and they have the power to shut this down. Period. Either you close the border or shut down the government. One or the other, period. Mm -hmm. One of them gonna have to be shut down, either the border or this rogue government. All right, I'm here to talk about what y'all wanna talk about. Let's go ahead and get this, get this party started. <laughs> well, let me introduce everybody that you got in this segment. We got a couple more sitting on top for the, uh, for the, next, uh, for the next segment. But we got uh, okay. Senator Dennis Lynn to come here with us uh, right now. Senator Kim Thatcher had other obligations. She couldn't make it tonight, but she sends her very, very best to everybody on the show, and especially you, Silk. 
We have our okay. attorney, uh, Steve Jonkis, one of the few in the entire nation who's been fighting for Americans and our rights all the way through from 2020 forward and actually before that as well. And joining us this segment, we got John Baldwin, who is our expert on uh, death certificate analysis. He's been doing tremendous work, and I wanted to give him a little bit more uh, space with your audience tonight and kind of lead with him, if that's all right with you, Silk. Because he's been doing some work over the break, and I would love for him to update all of us on what he's been finding in his analysis of death certificates. John, you ready to go with that? Sure am. Uh, how's my audio? Sounds great to me. Sounds great. Very nice to meet you, Silk. And likewise. All right. So, John, what do you got for us? Uh, what's been going on uh, these last few weeks that you've been working on looking at these death certificates and everything? I know you'd said you found a few more kids, and I, I think the uh, American people need to know about what you've been learning. Wow. Yeah, so, uh, wow, where do I begin? Um, <laughs> a recent 20-year-old in the past two weeks, um, waiting for a report on that, but pretty sure uh, what caused that. I, I've neglected on uh, looking at the Minnesota all-cause mortality because I was so busy writing the book. Um, the, the book has the fact that everything changed on a year boundary. You had excess respiratory deaths in 2020 that were of an age around 81. <clears throat> and then they happened only during the winter times. I'm in Massachusetts. It's a sort of a seasonal area, right? We get cold and we get warm. So more deaths in the winter. So what happened on a year boundary, everything changed from like pneumonia deaths. And then in 2021, they started vaccinating everybody. Not only did they get more pneumonia deaths in the younger people, fewer in the older people, meaning something destroyed their immune system and, and their ability to fight viral infections. So more younger people died after getting vaccinated. Uh, but also the acute problems with the blood. So you have bleeding and clotting deaths. That leads to heart attacks, strokes. Uh, you've heard myocarditis a bunch of times. But myocarditis is only 1% of the overall deaths uh, related to the vaccine. Cardiac arrest, cardiac arrhythmia, pulmonary embolism, acute post-hemorrhagic anemia, thrombocytopenia. That, that's not even counting the strokes. So you have strokes on top of that, both the hemorrhagic and, and um, ischemic. <clears throat> so recently, though, when I looked at the um, Minnesota data, it's I, I found some disturbing trends in the age groups, which I never looked at before because I didn't have time. So I can't say too much about that right now because I'm just getting into it. But what it appears appears to have happened is in Minnesota, um, it was a little bit different than Massachusetts. But the the thesis is or the the, the proven uh, results of the data are that more younger people died after vaccinating than before. If two waves of COVID come through and they didn't die, the older people died. But then after two waves of COVID, all of a sudden they're dying of COVID. Well, it wasn't really COVID. It was they weakened their immune system with the vaccine. So that's uh, that's a part. Um, let, me, let me can I ask you a couple questions, John? Because a lot of your a lot of Silk's audience doesn't know you yet. We want to establish just what you've done because John Silk is one of the few people who's actually analyzed actual death certificates that we've been able to get through uh, FOIA requests and, and just people who want us to know. There are people in working in government that have are actually fulfilling these requests. So, John, 
just to give the audience an idea, how many death certificates have you analyzed in Massachusetts and how many death certificates in Minnesota do you have access to to substantiate these claims that you're making? So to, to reiterate and then to answer, um, I we did some FOIAs, uh, eight of them. One of them came through. I have the entire death certificate database from Massachusetts from 2015 through present. That's 315 different columns for a single decedent, single person who died. Multiply that by 500,000 people. I have their parents' names, their middle names, where they're from, their last address, their burial plot, the medical examiner's license number and office address and name, every cause of death, age. I have it all. Um, I did Massachusetts first, and because I was known for that, somebody from Minnesota reached out. She had obtained the Minnesota death certificate database. That's about 420,000 and growing. So uh, with that, and then we also have Vermont, but it's it's much smaller state. All together, it's a million death certificates, unredacted, no redactions. I mean, I have everything. So I was able to analyze uh, the causes and it's, Jesus, what, almost two years ago that I, I first found the that the age spectrum profile, the symptom spectrum profile and the seasonality profile of excess deaths changed on a year boundary when they started vaccinating people. Now that's the mm -hmm. high level of abstraction down to the low level of abstraction. I can go to the individual death and I can read on the death certificate that somebody died with idiopathic bronchopneumonia in the setting of thrombocytopenia and a personally and a person recently vaccinated. It says it right there on the death certificate. Why didn't CDC code it? And this gets into what, what we uh, talk about as a group <clears throat> in that the CDC committed massive amounts of fraud. When the death certificates were sent to the CDC to be coded, and that's the only way anybody knows how to track causes of death are the international codes that are applied. Nobody reads the English words. So the software program transacts an ACME that the CDC has. They run that on the words that are sent to them by the medical examiners uh, of the state on the death certificates, and it converts them into codes. The code Y59.0 viral vaccines and the code T88.1 other complications from immunization not elsewhere classified. One's sort of a generic, the other's for viral vaccines. They, they were written for uh, Solomon Kizito on January 16, 2021, he died, and the next eight were not coded. Now, because it's an automated software program, the only way that happened is somebody turned off the program or they deleted the codes that were applied to deaths that were five minutes after vaccination, one day, two days, and the causes of death are consistently um, cardiac arrhythmia, pulmonary embolism. You can see right there, and the medical examiner wrote it on the death certificate, and they meant for that to be a cause of death, but the CDC didn't code it, and that doesn't happen by accident. That's on purpose. Now, the same thing happened in, in um, Minnesota. There were three that were coded, and then the next six were not. And so a reporter wrote to, <clears throat> um, well, somebody wrote an article, Aaron Hertzberg out of New York, it was in the Brownstone, a million people saw it. And um, a reporter picked up that uh, allegation of fraud from the article and contacted the CDC, public relations. And the CDC, Kristen Nordland, wrote back. And she wrote that, oh, well, it's not an error because these death certificates say vaccination. And a vaccination is not a vaccine. They actually wrote that. 
She's, does that make any sense to anybody? No, it's, it's more fraud on top of fraud. And then she went wow. on to say, go ahead. I'm sorry. No, I was just saying, wow, I didn't mean to interrupt you, but I do have a quick question. So yeah. do the, the, do, is anybody getting paid a particular amount of money for putting a specific cause of death or something on the death certificate in the, uh, the section of the death certificate that acts uh, what could have caused this particular death? Or is anybody getting paid for putting a particular thing there? Yes, there's there's different ways. So what I was talking about just then was omitting vaccine as a cause of death. But what you're getting toward is adding COVID when COVID was not the cause of death. I do have hundreds of death certificates that are uh, acute um, fentanyl intoxication. So fentanyl overdoses, they tested dead bodies for COVID and they got COVID to be positive, had nothing to do with the cause of death. That's fraud. I don't care if the CDC has a paragraph somewhere. CDC doesn't write state law and state law governs what goes on those death certificates. So it's all fraud, like um, blunt force trauma to the head, blunt force trauma to the torso, COVID, COVID, COVID. Now, if they're willing to go so far as to make hundreds of accidental deaths, COVID deaths, what do you think they're doing for 95 year olds who die of a heart attack or die of pneumonia? COVID, 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 it's all fraud. 90% 90% of the death certificates in Massachusetts are fraud. And Massachusetts was third in the world in purported COVID deaths for the first year. The other two were New York and New Jersey. New York and New Jersey has the pharma executives. Massachusetts has 50 companies with more than 100 million in revenue in pharma, 10 companies with over a billion. Moderna's headquarters is in Massachusetts. Pfizer's divisional headquarters is in Massachusetts. Walensky is from Massachusetts. My uh, congressman is Jake Auchincloss. His father is Hugh Auchincloss, worked for Fauci for, as the number two guy for 20 years. So it's, it, they, they, what are the chances that a virus starts in China that goes halfway around the world and all of a sudden, the, the three states that have the most to gain from vaccines, okay, financially, they're the top three in the world in purported COVID deaths with Belgium a distant fourth. Right. That's how, that's how much of this was a scam. It, it's, it's, it's repugnant, Silk, when you, when you think about it. And then you, you look at, like, uh, we looked at Pfizer's earning statements for quarter three of 2022. They raked in $22.6 billion in a three-month period. They're one of their their one of their top three shareholders is Albert Borla, the president of Pfizer. And what you get from that is magically they're they're backed by Vanguard and BlackRock and all the same players, right? Yeah. But what what but what you get out of that that's crazy is they feel like they still need liability protection on these failed products that they still need to have a protection so that you cannot sue them if they injure or kill your child as like what happened with Ernest Ramirez, with his son, Ernest Ramirez Jr. taking the Pfizer shot and then dying within days. What John has that no one else has, well, shouldn't say no one, but only a handful of people have in the country is actual unredacted death certificates over a million with which to analyze and draw detailed conclusions about the amount of fraud and the involvement is cause of death of these damn so-called vaccines. And that's where that's why he's so instrumental. Let me pass the ball over here to Senator Linthicum. We haven't talked since the new year's come on, but Senator, 
What do you think about some of the stuff that you're hearing right here? I mean, we've heard it so much. It's old hat for us. But imagine if we were just hearing this for the first time. What should Americans' feeling and thought process be hearing what John has just revealed? Yeah, the the outrage and people ought to feel this in their own heart and soul. There there was a time, Dr. Ely and Silk, when I was thinking we needed to resolve um, and repair our faith in these public health agencies. We ought to remove bad actors. This grand jury investigation would help identify those individuals. If there's criminal activity, we could uh, go about pursuing indictments or prosecution of those, et cetera. But I think more important is at this basic human level, people need to be outraged at what we're seeing, the statistics that um, John is presenting to us. The public has allowed the government to intercede and overreach and intervene in every one of their lives. We've permitted this darkness to infiltrate our busy lives. And because we've been busy or maybe lazy, or maybe we've been seduced, or some of us have just been schnookered, we thought they were there to help us out. And it reminds me of Reagan's quote where he says, you know, the most dangerous words you'll ever hear from someone is, I'm from the government and I'm here to help. And I think we really need to drum up the courage to look at ourselves in the mirror and to acknowledge we are part of this problem because we're not actively involved in seeking resolution. And the resolution is coming from real statistics, real insight, real. I was in computer programming, software development my entire life. I've only been a legislator for seven years. And what John's describing in terms of a program that would read and make uh, LCD code assignments based on the language and the wording is is dead easy to recognize and understand. And when on one day they're calling something a um, a vaccine death, and on the next day those words no longer come out as vaccine-related injuries or deaths, it's obvious someone intervened. There was a programmer somewhere. I would like that guy to step forward and say, I did that. I would like that the supervisor who organized his team of programmers to change the code. I would like that guy to become a protected witness and a whistleblower so that we could get Mm -hmm. the skinny on what these guys have done because we have drifted so far from the light we've drifted so far into the dark right now is where we have the opportunity to reverse course and unfold the truth that's right in front of our eyes silk your listeners see this all the time sudden death sudden death sudden death a 20 year old sudden death on a hike a 16 year old playing soccer dead on on the field you know other kids playing on the play ground, myocarditis, pericarditis, you know, all of these instances, and somehow the geniuses that we thought were there to serve us are going like, hmm, I can't see a relationship, can you? And they, they're they just too blind to see 
either they're too blind to see or they're frauds. And if they're frauds, yeah. we need to hold them accountable. These people are getting blind. Somebody like these people are getting big time money. They're getting paid big time money to defraud the system. Not only are they changing codes, but they're change they change protocol. All right? That's right. They also change protocol as well. And and so the reason why I'm asking about this, like with the doctor's office, when my sister passed away and her death certificate came out, the immediate cause of death is listed there as unknown. But then there's another section on the death certificate where it says what could have caused this. Her doctor put something about a hypertension, heart disease. Well, after looking at my sister's medical records, there's nothing there about heart disease. My sister was suffering from blood clots, uh, 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 thrombosis, pulmonary embolism, uh, idiopathic thumper, uh, mere porterie. Yeah, she was suffering from that, but she never got the jab. She never got the jab. So a lot of her symptoms mimic individuals that got the jab. Now we understand about the shedding. We understand about the insulin injections. Uh, with this different technology or whatever this bio uh, engineer bio weapon that they have implemented is in a lot of our different injectable medicines as well. So that's why I'm asking this question. Are the doctor offices, do they get paid for putting something specifically on these death certificates? Yes. The, the simple wow. answer to that is yes. The simple answer to that is when we go back to 2020 and you go back through the Health and Human Services um, uh, on March 26th, they erected the structure for this fraud. They erected the incentivization for this fraud so that when you put COVID on a diagnosis, not necessarily a death certificate, but on a diagnosis for somebody before they death, before they die, you are now going to get 80% greater reimbursement from Medicare Medicaid on that. So you're going to make more money right there off the bat. If they need ventilation or if their O2 sats drop to a certain right. level and they've put them on remdesivir to go ahead and help assist that, that drop in, in uh, blood uh, oxygen saturation, then what's going to happen is now you're going to get even more money for that. They incentivize the diagnosis of COVID all over the place and now once you get the diagnosis of covid now it's more it's easier because it's in already the chart note that's what the person was quote unquote being treated for now that it's easy to put that on the death certificate as the cause of death and we've seen it happen over and over again without any proof this is what the, the this is the basis of what we are talking about with this fraud that they had reduced the diagnostic criteria for what constitutes a COVID case, all the way down to a single cough. All you had to do was cough once. And the CDC, by way of a council and state and territorial epidemiologist, they said, if you cough once, you can legitimately put COVID down as a diagnosis. We, The HHS said, we'll incentivize that financially if you do it. And if you think back to 2020, what were they saying to hospitals? You can have no other procedure going on in your hospital. So what are you going to do if you're trying to make your numbers for that month? Who cares if yeah. it's called COVID or not? We get more money for it. That is the right. financial coercion and incentivization for corruption to take place and everybody to shut up about it because everybody is a part of the fraud. 
Can I just move That's it over right. to real quick, Steve? What do you have to say about fraud and everything you've learned about this structure and how this has all been put together over the last several years? What do you have to tell Americans? And you, how should Americans feel about what we have unearthed with with respect to this extensive, almost staggering and unimaginable level of fraud? Well, you said it. it's staggering and unmanageable. We, it, it's really hard for people to grasp what we've witnessed. We we have witnessed the greatest crime in humanity in history. Yeah, this is greater than the Holocaust. Yeah, yeah, and mm-hmm. and it's really hard for people to understand that because it doesn't feel like we're in a Holocaust. Where it doesn't feel like yeah, things are much different except for what's what's really been going on, and and we've been. The wool has been pulled over so many people's eyes with the wall-to-wall propaganda. Uh, I mean, it, we were, it was you know, over a thousand papers written on how to propagandize the public into taking these vaccines. And they've it, and, uh, I've begun writing to courts, writing, arguing in courts that Historians look back at 1930s Germany, mm-hmm. and they see yep. that the courts went along with the rise of Nazi Germany, Nazi authoritarianism. They went along with it. And the exact same thing is going on right now. And every judge in this country that's had one of these cases is culpable. Wow. Wow. Yeah, that, I mean, that's what it, it comes down it is to. Un, it, is, it is unbelievable what has gone on and, and what does a free people do? I mean, we are free people, supposedly, who are being run <laughs> by a cabal that's out there to kill us. Yeah. So the like somebody, just said, somebody just stated that the doctors are under pressure as well. You know, they can lose their job. But my deal is I wouldn't be working a job where I'm murdering people. Thank you. Thank all right. You. Or where I'm li- lying you. to lie. How, how can you live with yourself? How can you sleep at night knowing that you're murdering people by not following the protocol that you was taught in school, but you're following the CDC new protocol. They done changed everything up and all of these people are dying just so that you can call it COVID and get some money off of it. This is a disgrace. You are so right. If there was, people will strike over their paychecks, right? If there was ever a reason for all these doctors to go on strike and say, we are not doing this, it was 2020. It was 2020 when they said remdesivir, you have to use it. When you have to shove and choke people and, and basically suffocate them with oxygen, shoving a ventilator down. Let me get this straight. A person is having trouble breathing. Breathing is a muscular experience. You're going right. to you're going to anesthetize them so you can place the tube down their throat, and then you're going to magically wonder why they can't breathe the oxygen. You've anesthetized them, and then you're going to add remdesivir in there, which is further going to going to render their muscle activity null and void. And then you can't figure out why they are dying, why you can't get the O2 sats up. 
I mean, at certain point, I can understand a doctor trying it once, maybe even twice and going, something's not right here. But at a certain point, a doctor has to step out and go, you know what, y'all, we have to talk about this. This is a time yeah. to go on strike. I'm not going or just say, I'm going to keep doing my job, but I'm going to do it the way I know is the right way to do it. And you can fire me. You can fire right. me for actually helping people because that's what didn't go on in 2020. And then you have all these doctors now push, who, have, who have pushed the shots. And the one thing I want to give a big shout out to is Americans, because I, I watch the shot uptake numbers, and I know the CDC has lied about those too. But what did they say yeah. about the initial shots? Because of those thousand papers of propaganda and all the money, taxpayer money that was spent on marketing firms to put that information out. Do you remember when they were saying we need to send people to churches and to barbershops and all these places to talk about the shot, to give them donuts and cannabis to go ahead and take the shot? You remember all this crap that was going on yeah. out there, right? This is all that coercion, okay? Yes. What happens, right? What happens when a doctor says, you know what, I'm not going to do that? He gets vilified like Dr. the Senator, uh, uh, Dr. Uh, Jensen out of Minnesota, who got brought before his board 18 times. So they say, we're going to punish you. And then a doctor's like, well, I don't want to lose my house. I got a family to feed and everything. So I better go along with this. That's the same mentality that, that Steve was talking about in Nazi Germany in the buildup to World War II. Yeah, because people didn't have the stones to simply say, no, that's wrong. No. I'm not going along with it, even if it means I have to go find a different job. Even if that means I have to tap into my savings, you're a doctor. You better have a savings. If I got to yeah. tap into a savings and figure out how what my next move is going to be, I don't care what it is. But yeah. people didn't say no. And the only way this stops is when people say no. it is appalling to all of us that these right. shots are still available and that they have been there. added to the childhood vaccine schedule. So I went and looked at the childhood vaccine schedule today. Do you know if you follow that schedule, by the time you're 18, do you know how many shots the average child will have received if they follow this schedule? A whole lot. How many? 90. 90 shots from birth to 18, with 29 of them coming by the time the baby is 18 months. That's, that's, that's the proposed that's schedule. All right? It's, it's, it's unconscionable what's going on, and it, what it's going to take is it's going to take a yeah. judge saying, I'm not doing this. I know what I'm being told to do by the weaponized Department of Justice. I know I'm going to take a lot of heat, and I may never reach my ultimate dream if I have one of getting to the Supreme Court. I don't care. I am going to do what's mm -hmm. right. And that's what we're looking I, for is that judge. There's an important call here to our moral core in our traditional understanding. Look, at we have all known this concept of do no harm. It's part of the Hippocratic Oath, but you don't need to know that. You, everybody on the street is aware of this concept of do no harm. Medical wellness has been founded on that for centuries. And all yeah. of a sudden ditch that for monetary gain. We ditch that to follow the boss's mandate. Since when are Americans willing to follow the boss's mandate? This is what we need to break. We need to break this 
compliance attitude where people just do what they're told because they're told and because they'll get a paycheck because they're told and because their hospital will make 500 bucks and they'll get 50 of it. We have to start teaching people that there's a moral code that has to be upheld and adhered to. That's right. You know, I was just thinking about it. Now, I know it's time to bring on our next set, but I was just thinking back to with Diamond and Silk being, they called us influencers. They came mm-hmm. to Diamond and Silk wanting us to push this. They mm-hmm. wanted to, they had two black prominent individuals who was real high up. They wanted us to do commercials with those two individuals. Everybody know exactly who they are. But I won't say their name. I don't. I don't. I don't know who they are. Can I ask? All I know is they're very, they top level. They wanted right. us to be on there with these two black individuals. All right. And Can I call them sellouts. Can uh, I call yeah, them they, sellouts? they sold out. They sold out okay. the entire country. Okay. But here's the deal. Diamond and Silk said we didn't just say no. We said hell no. That's what we mm-hmm. type. Hell no. We don't care if it is who they said it was, these top prominent individuals who basically changed the trajectory of our country. All right. Mm-hmm. You should know who I'm talking about. I, all right? I think I got a feel for it. Uh-huh. And 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 they wanted us because you know, this is a grandy, these are grandy annies, uh, two black people. Uh, they thinking that okay, this gonna lift up your your profile, Diamond. And so we said, hell no, we don't want to mm-hmm. be nowhere where they are at pushing this mess. All right, <laughs> we didn't care who it was. All right, so so a lot of people did it for the money. Uh-uh, we could not do that, and that's why I'm here right now talking to you all about this. All right, I, we need to better bring on our next panel. We ain't gonna have no more time. Yeah, let's bring let's bring them on. Let's get everybody some talk time. I love but does, look, can I ask a question? Does it does it does it rhyme with your mama? Yes, that's right. Okay, just wanted to check. <laughs> they wanted us with your mama. That's exactly who they wanted us with. And we was like, okay. we don't care if he and she was whoever they were. Hell no. And they didn't come back and ask us no more. They they, they probably said Diamond and Silk ain't gonna do it. But guess what? They did try to break us down. They did try. They they are censoring. You see what I'm saying? They did what yep. they had to do in that time period. But we were not going for that stuff because we knew what it was back in 2020. We was the first voices to call this stuff out. All right. Remember when we was on that network? The animal network that looked like an animal, uh huh, with the fuzzy tail. We was on that network, all right. And they called themselves gonna try to break us down to get rid of Diamond and Silk. But now we here on Lindell TV. And even though my sister is no longer here, realistically, she's still here spiritually. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. I still got my mouth, and I'm gonna just tell the naked, nasty, low down, gutter written truth about all of it. Yep, that's right. We yeah. got to have these adult conversations. And I that's thank you right. so much for having us on to be able to do it. And, and everybody who's watching, you can learn more about the detail. You can learn more about what we're doing. Go to beyondthecon.com and join us on the 23rd of this month. We're going to be unveiling phase two of what we're doing on our grand jury work. Because I'm going to tell you, the only way we see through this, if we can't get a good judge, let's get a good grand jury. 
Let's get a good grand jury with a whole lot of authority and the ability to investigate all these people and let's make them super uncomfortable and let's get some indictments or at least some presentments handed down because some people got to go to jail. I can't stand watching them do what they did with Fauci earlier this week and play with him with kid gloves. Why is that dude getting interviewed in private? Why is that's a public official, or at least he There's was a- when he was taking all that money. That should be a public in, in interview that we all get to see. We paid for that to happen. That's Why right. can't I they, watch it? They released this on the public. It should be shown in the public. All Amen. right. They didn't just release this to a few people. They released this on the entire world. Okay. That's right. And he was one of the key players in it. Dr. Flip Flop Fauci. All right. Mm-hmm. Gentlemen, thank you so much for everything that you continue to do. I will have you all back as this continue to progress. All right, we're gonna bring on the next set of guests in a few minutes. Come on, let's 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 do it, you all. All right, you all. So listen, you all. We're gonna bring on the next set of guests. No, no, no. I ain't said nobody's name, but Diamond and Silk wasn't gonna do that mess. No, I didn't care who it was. We didn't care who it was. We didn't even have to think about it. When the email came to us, when it came to us and they told us who it was, and it was somebody that is a, a, a late night talk show host who wanted to put all of this get together with Diamond and Silk and these other two black folk. And we said, hell no. That's right. That's right. We wasn't doing all of that stuff. Okay, because we knew what this was. Something did not feel right. You can't say that black people are disproportionately affected by this particular virus, but then you try to shut black women up. If we, we last time I checked, I'm a black woman. You telling me I'm disproportionately affected? I should be able to ask some doggone questions about what you talking about. You want to say comorbidities? Oh, because you're you're fat, or if you have health issues. You know, you, oh, you got to be where you want to tell me, but you won't let me or allow me to ask no questions. They want me to try to take no therapeutic medicines to understand what was going on. Now, I don't figured all of this stuff out and I'd be doggone. I'd be doggone if y'all going to take and try to shut me up about what I done found out about this rogue government, our DOD. Yes, I own Department of Defense. Uh-huh. All right, is my next set of guests ready? Come on, let's bring them on on if they ready. Yes, no, maybe so. Let me know when they're ready, just bring them on. Okay, just let me know, darling. Okay, they still getting everybody together and I got 10 more minutes, but I want to get through this because there's so much going on, you all. What these people are doing, I call it depopulation control. They want to take and murder folks. They're murdering people, okay, through all of this different stuff. That's what I call it. It's called murder. When you smothering somebody to death, it's called murder. When you say, want a mandate that I cover up my mouth uh uh-huh, and my nose, all right, that restrict my oxygen level, it restrict my oxygen intake, and I need my oxygen to live, but you want a mandate I cover up? That's called attempted murder. That's what I call it. Mm-hmm. You trying to stop me from breathing. You stop the, trying to stop what God have ordained for me to intake in order to live. If God intended for me to wear a mask, he would not have created me nostrils. 
Now that's how I see it. So I don't go along with this here foolishness and I'm not gonna let these people fool me into going along with their foolishness. I knew something was wrong. My sister and I was the first ones on the top of the mountaintop trying to call this stuff right here out. And they what they did is they did everything they can to smother us. If you're ready, just bring them right on on, baby. Just bring them right on on. All right, mm -hmm. here's my next set of guests. All right, Dr. Ely. Let me introduce everybody. I know we're up against it for time. So we have Judge Paul Nally with us, who's our grand jury expert. We have Keith Wilkins of Political Moonshine, who is our uh, really our RICO expert in understanding how they how much money they've stolen. And we have a great friend of ours joining us tonight, uh, Mike Z, who has done something that no one really else has done in the country. He's been instrumental in Florida in getting two grand juries, one of which is dedicated to the COVID fraud initiated helping Governor DeSantis get that going. So he's done something very few people have accomplished. So let me turn it over to each one of them. Let me set you all up real quick. Judge Nally, what do you wish every single American understood about the grand jury system in this great nation of ours? They need to understand that the grand jury is their court. It's not a court of the nation. It's not a court of the state. The grand jury is the court of the people. They have a right to access it. And that court, by the way, can inquire into every individual in this nation. There are, there's no one who is exempt from their inquiry. And with that, I'll yield. So if Hunter Biden tried to walk out of a grand jury trying to invest, trying to uh, subpoena testimony from him, what would happen to Hunter Biden in that situation? Mr. Biden would be cooling his heels in a cell until he decided that he wanted to uh, comply. So the grand jury ends this dog and pony show that's been going on in Congress, this appearance of doing something when ain't nothing getting done. That's why we got to get this before a grand jury. We'll come right back to that in a second. Folks, if you want to learn more about that, join us at beyondthecon.com and join us on January 23rd. That's a Tuesday evening. So we're going to do another uh, live stream there with a lot more information about grand juries and how you can access them locally in your county and file some of the petitions that we are authoring right now on your behalf, that you can start making a mess of the mess that they've made on us. Uh, Keith, what do you wish every American understood about the amount of money and the extent of fraud and, uh, uh, and just really criminal activity that's been going on um, with, this, uh, with this COVID fiasco? Sure, my, uh, my first five years of employment, I did fraud work for uh, for law firms and insurance companies. And so I put that hat back on when COVID broke out. <clears throat> I refused. Um, at the time, I was, a, I was an educator in Oregon, so I was subject to the governor's mandates. I refused to comply with both the mask and the vaccine mandate. And they, uh, the school district placed me on unpaid leave, ran me through the discipline process, and then bankrupted me because noncompliance with uh, um, with mandates also disqualified you from unemployment. So I ended up losing my house, my job, career, uh, truck, cash, life savings, benefits. I lost it all. Lived in a van for a year to sort it all out. But I, what I will tell you is that initially they came out the gate 
with uh, $3.5 trillion in, in spending. They're currently obligated to 4.5, but there's a larger issue. There's um, there are the actual expenditures, which we just talked about, and then there's the financial economic impact. And I will tell you that had the pandemic ended in the fall of 2021, two Harvard uh, professors estimated that the overall economic impact for COVID-19 started uh, at $16 trillion. And that examined a, a wide array of, of areas. And, and obviously that impact uh, is substantially greater considering that, that this pandemic is, is still with us. Wow. 16 trillion real dollars impacted by these orchestrated lies, by this fraud. That's the start. That's the start of the conversation. That's the that's the minimum that we're talking about here. So that's why this is so important for Americans to show some outrage. If you if you can't, if a kid getting killed by these damn shots doesn't outrage you, you should get outraged at the very least by the amount of money that's been stolen from us. Money that should be going to help people. Instead, it's going to line the pockets of Albert Borla and everybody at Pfizer and Moderna and Johnson and Johnson and the government officials who help this whole corrupt thing go on. Mike Z, you've done something that no one in our country really has done. You have helped get grand juries going. What can you tell Silk's audience about the current state of progress with the uh, COVID grand jury going on statewide in Florida. Have you heard any updates recently? Well, thank you, Dr. Ely. And I, I must say, it, it uh, we had a lot of help, uh, especially from the um, America Project team out of Sarasota and a lot of other groups, churches, and businesses. So I, I stand on their shoulders. I, I can't take the credit for this entirely. I might have been the one that asked for the grand jury. But we also had a very cooperative governor, Governor uh, Ron DeSantis. Uh, when we petitioned him back in April, uh, within mm -hmm. 90 days, he awarded the first request. And then uh, by December, we got the COVID grand jury. And right now, both of these grand juries are in session. Uh, in the 10th Circuit, uh, we have uh, currently right now ongoing, and we have not heard any presentments yet from the COVID grand jury. So that's getting interesting. I, I expect them to provide us a, a very lengthy uh, initial response with their presentment, the first presentment. But uh, we can uh, let the people get involved if anyone out there would like to help push this effort in the state of Florida, which will help America. They can text the word jury to 21,000. Text the word jury to 21,000 and help us push this effort in the state of Florida. Uh, it's really exciting. We thank you for all your help too, uh, Silk. You've been a, a great help. We really appreciate it. And I love your show. <laughs> thank uh, you. Thank you so, so much. And you know what? I hear you all talking. I absolutely love what you're doing. But you know what? This also go beyond the shot because it wasn't just the people getting injected. It's the ones being infected by the ones that's been injected with the shedding protocol right. and different things. So this here, it, this is really, really huge. Really, really huge. Last words, Dr. Ely. Well, I want to say first and foremost, thank you to you for giving us a platform to share this with your audience. This is a time where as Americans, we got to come together. You know, this is this isn't about really anything other than 
finding our 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 inflappable, unflappable belief in freedom. That because that's yeah. what's being threatened right now. And the greatest peaceful means we have still at our disposal is the grand jury system that we have to demand access to since it belongs to us. Chief Justice Scalia in the U.S. Supreme Court 1992 decision was very clear on who owned the grand jury system, and that was the people so that we could keep corrupt government officials held to account. And that's what we are doing here. This is going to take everybody in on this. Like Mike said, it's not just one person. It's everybody coming together and demanding it. We want to send a big shout out to everyone at Stanford Health Freedom and their great support. Our initiative that we've been working on now for four years, and I'll work on it four more years if I have to. I don't give a damn. But we have been, we've been able to attract over 300,000 Americans in support of what we're doing. There is significant public interest here. There is just incredible need for us to get this right. And it's going to take all of us continuing to talk about it, continue to understand the depth of it from the real life human loss and cost all the way to the financial loss and cost and the greatest loss that we could ever have, which would be the loss of our freedoms if we're not willing to fight for it. I love my country and I'm going to tell you like you, Silk, I'll fight you for it. I'm going to say that to every every evil person out there. You want some? (laughs) Come get some. We'll fight you for it. That's right. Don't start no, won't be none. Beyondthecon.com, beyondthecon.com. Thank you, gentlemen, so much for being on the Diamond and Silk Chit Chat Live show. Keep doing what you're doing. And of course, I am going to have you back because we got to continue this conversation. God bless. Thank you. Mm -hmm. Wow. Beyondthecon.com, you all go uh, uh, to that website. Do what you need to do. Get engaged. Get involved. Don't forget every day at 1121 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. We start what we're doing and we pray. I pray for you. You pray for me. We pray for each other. Pray for President Trump and his family, you all, and pray for God to heal the land. So in the meantime and in between time, I look forward to seeing you next time right here on Diamond and Silk Chit Chat Live. Bye-bye. You're watching Lindell TV. Hey, y'all. Hey. We're Diamond and Silk. Mm-hmm. Join us Monday through Fridays, 9 p.m. Central, 10 p.m. Eastern, right here on frankspeech.com, Lindell TV with Diamond and Silk Chit Chat Live. That's right. Oh, it be going down over here. You know That's it. Monday through Friday, 9 p.m. Central, 10 p.m. Eastern. Uh-huh. Hey. Hey. We want to see your face. Your face. In the place. Boom. America, Dr. Stella Emanuel here. I do believe that part of my duty right now to humanity is to get people to be prepared. People need to be mentally prepared, spiritually prepared, medically prepared for what's going to be happening in the years, in the months and years to come. And one of the things that we've put together is what I call the pandemic preparedness pack. It has five essential things in it. Number one, it has Covivite. Covivite has vitamin C, D, zinc, and quercetin. That can help you to build your immunity against the flu, COVID, bird flu, RSV, and all RNA viruses, basically. And we have Covilite. Covilite gives you energy. It helps you with hydration, especially now that we are having rumors about some GI tract virus about to be released. It also gives you mental clarity, the brain fog, and uh, antioxidants. We actually use this uh, as part of our Vax Detox Combo. Then we have Viramune Plus. Viramune Plus can be your immunity. It has 
against Ebola and Marburg and hemorrhagic fevers. He has elderberry, bilberry, echinacea, ECGC, he has proteases and peptides, and it can really help you with that. Then we have Covidine. Covidine is potassium iodide. If we get nuked, you're going to need potassium iodide to protect your thyroid from absorbing radiation. The last thing we have is pox defense. Pox defense is an old Indian remedy that has Sericinia purpura opicha plant. And it used to be work against smallpox. And it can help you against all the pox viruses to build your immunity. So right now, if you go to our website, drstellamd.com or marketplace.drstellamd.com, use the promo code right here and you can get a discount. I tell people, you don't need to be afraid. You just need to be prepared. When we are prepared, then we stop fearing. So get this stuff, keep it in your medicine cabinet. Make sure that if they throw anything, you have something to protect you and your family. God bless you.